A word before we jump in, this podcast is uncensored and full of spoilers. Consider yourself warned. That was perfect. Amazing. Okay, bear with me for a second. I feel like we should do something different. In a world ravaged by coronavirus, a whittling democratic field, political mayhem, we are going to talk about none of that, because our reality is reality TV. Welcome to another episode of Takes All Over the Place, where we're discussing Love is Blind, RuPaul's Drag Race, and nothing that means anything, because that's our world. Thanks for listening. Hot takes. So here's the mystery question. Yeah. What did you watch this week? All of it. All of what? All well, I watched the finale of <laughs> <laughs> Love is Blind. So you watched episodes one and two. I watched episodes one and two of Love is Blind and then the finale. You didn't watch three, four, five, six, seven, eight, or nine? I did none of that. <laughs> so you missed the real dumpster fire. I saw the recaps when the, before they got married or not. I know. You obviously didn't care about anybody though. No. Well, did you? Well, no, I liked um, Cameron and Lauren. Great. Yeah. They are America's sweethearts. And they're the ones that I predicted would get married. To whom? Each other. <laughs> <laughs> to whom did you make this prediction? Us on the podcast. <laughs> it was on the podcast. <laughs> anyway, back to Love is Blind. So, first couple is Giannina and your, your mind is shaking, it's exploding, what's happening? Like, first Damien. of all, let's start with a bang. So... I just have to say, the interesting thing about me watching this kind of content is, first of all, I let Julie speak for literally 10 seconds, and I'm like, mm, I have thoughts. That's great. <laughs> from two episodes. From, from, from two episodes in the finale, I'm like, Julie, take a back seat for once. All right, let me handle this. Um, I, so in the second wedding, um, when Jennifer Saunders makes an appearance in the audience as the fairy godmother, and you didn't see that the entire time. There's an older woman who looks exactly like Jennifer Saunders' character in Shrek. And she's holding this poor little girl who's covering her eyes the entire time. Yeah. That's me with this type of content. Like, it's so much drama. I find it very cringy, and I have to pause and stop and watch, like, an episode of Parks and Rec to calm down in between. So it takes me, like, eight hours to watch a single episode, which is why I've only watched three. But as much as I love drama in my personal life, whether it be instigating it, reveling in it, what have you, seeing drama stylized in a television program, particularly reality TV, is overwhelming. I Pause. get my Stylized is a reach. Whatever this fucking <laughs> event place was... I only have four weeks to plan my wedding. You have two choices of color schemes. Everyone's getting the same goddamn chairs. We're going to put them up real fast, so let's hustle. At one point, a couple goes to talk in the other room, and a worker is in the back just standing there getting ready to pre-bus. Yeah. Stylized? No. <laughs> I mean, it's interesting you talk about the chairs, because the chairs were very featured. In the <laughs> they first were very minutes. featured. Why don't you have a seat and explain to me what happened here? <laughs> I'm so glad we got the fall out right away. So in the preview, you see one of the brides taking a nosedive in the in the forest. Yeah. And I thought it was Jessica, I mean, praying, wishing, hoping. <laughs> but it wasn't. It was Giannina, but I was so glad it was out of the way. So then we have the world's least compassionate mothers throughout. Oh, no. You've ashamed our whole family. You're a giant whore, and he said no to you. You should have you said no. Which, like... 
Amazing. I hope that Family Crest is just someone's saving face because <laughs> that was, I mean, just the sequence itself was stylized to perfection. But the mother was the worst. She was just yeah, shuffling was along. She yeah. and Mark's mother need to get together and just be like shake, rocking back and forth. I'm so sorry. Our poor children have been shamed. It's like, I, you, your children were shamed as soon as they agreed to go on this television show. First of all, can we not agree that Giannina is 10 times more attractive than Damien? 100%. And 10 times more batshit crazy. And if you had said to me, you know how you always say I'm the best sex you've ever had and I don't reciprocate, well, that's why. That was an episode you didn't see. That's a game, a game over. Oh over. my God, yeah. Game over. And so the fact that he said no to her after she made a comment like that, I understand it. And uh, little known fact, they're still together now. Yeah. Wait, what? They're, they're still together. together. Ah! Yes. He didn't want to break up. He just didn't want to get married until he was sure she was sure. They bored me to death and white explained to me for like 12 minutes on oh YouTube. <laughs> yeah. Anyway. They have a YouTube channel now? No, no. They're, they're all interviewed. They're all being okay. interviewed. Okay. I so was like. There is a, a reunion. March 5th. March 5th. Yeah. On YouTube. <laughs> We're holding hands. We're holding hands. I in a bridge of victory. <laughs> that is going to be awful. You know why? Because these people are boring as all get. Yeah. The reason they took all this footage and added it down into 10 short episodes is because these people are not fun to be around. Well, I mean, they had like how many... Weddings versus non-weddings in an hour and a half. It's like we blew through an entire episode's worth of drama-filled wedding in like 10 minutes. Yeah, and then had five more. I was just like, this is so stressful. It was so, so cute. <laughs> it was so stressed. The first time I watched it, I fast-forwarded through all the nonsense and just got to the vows because I was like, I can't deal with this. Then I went you back and watched it all. I Wedding say, number two is this train wreck <laughs> of Amber and Barnett. I pulled up a picture that I saved on Netflix. Now, there's some sort of, I don't know, inbreeding or what happens but the sort of facial <laughs> hair that Barnett has is it grows straight out they're like all ingrown hairs and then we pan to the audience of his brothers that have the exact same I heard today that the reason that Amber isn't working is because she was injured on the job That's does she get money for job. that I don't she's a tank she's a tank yeah she is a fucking tank you're <laughs> stuck with me it's like mechanic can you <laughs> I was like, she's get like, out he's now. not answering my calls. I don't know if he's gonna come. She's I, like, I, I thought d- he was gonna say no. I don't know. I, I totally did too. But also, she was like, I don't know what more I can do. I called him twice. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I'm tapped out. So, girl, what are you gonna I give to a marriage? <laughs> That's like the maximum effort you're willing to give. I'm gonna still get ready because I need to look cute. But I called them twice. BT Dubs, the song playing while we're wondering if Barnett has cold feet or not is Papa How can Kata. I put me back together? How can I fix this open wound? When the only missing piece is you. Poetry from Love is Blind. I was like, did we ever establish if these were real songs or just made by Love No, is they're Blind? just made up for the show. To save money? Uh, no, to tell you what's going on because people like us are losing brain cells rapidly and you're not sure what happened. Then we get to this marriage. Did you fix this in the truth booth last week? Yes. Kelly. What'd you call him? <laughs> I called Carrie? her Carrie. Carrie, yeah. But her name's Kelly. Kelly Chase and Kenny Barnes. Her mom was just like, I love him. What yes. is he was very sweet. He was very sweet. He handled that beautifully. She was like, I've had poor glass of wine. <laughs> That's yes. a girl same. I mean, obviously they were very tense. She also did it the worst in that she was so mean about it. She's like, but I don't. I'm not into this. You're like, hey, bitch, he has done nothing but love you and let you not have sex with him. And I'm sorry he's a ginger, but, you know, they have feelings too. <laughs> yeah. Well, then his coda at the end to the family where he, like, addressed them and announced it was super heartfelt. Yeah. Very elegant. And then he's like, Jimmy, to the camera operator, get away from me. Stop yeah. filming us now. I'm like, but, you're all alone, Kenny. There's no us. He's filming you. You're by yourself. You're all alone. How do you feel? Meanwhile, I was like, he knows his name. 
<laughs> which That's is more sweet. than you can say for us. <laughs> they really didn't show them very much. You wouldn't know because you missed episodes three through nine. Yeah. But their interactions were very limited. That. Yeah. The yeah. editing, you knew it was never going to happen. Oh, Jessica and Mark. <laughs> <laughs> See, most of the knowledge I've acquired from Jessica is just based on your disdain <laughs> and the manner in which you speak about her. Oh, it's not her. just me. The entire country hates Jessica. She is hated. Yeah. Well, I, I, I can feel that. Um, with her fucking baby voice the entire time, it's like, are you 11? I'm guessing that they contractually obligated them and said, do not break up with them before the altar. Yeah. You either do it, you say yes or you say no, but you've agreed to do this, so let's go. So I, that's fine. Okay. That's good. Do it like Damien. Lose your shit. Say no. But she was awful. She's like, I found the love of my life, and I never knew this was possible, but I'm not marrying you. And then just, like, turns on her heel and walks out. I'll apologize to whoever I have to, but I'm not apologizing to myself. His mom, once again, was so sad. I just don't understand. Just tell me you're going to be okay. Just tell me you're going to be okay. Just tell me you're going to be okay. It's like, Mom, I'm, I'm not be okay. now. No, no, just tell me you're going to be okay. I won't be okay if you're not okay. Mom, I'm, I'm fine. Please stop squeezing my giant melon-sized head. I thought he was attractive. Don't give me that look. Do not give me that look. Perhaps it was just because he was by... It was in comparison to the soulless Jessica that I was like, oh, wow, he actually has some sort of, like, emotional capacity and genuine human warmth. Totally. Okay, don't try to... He was a really nice person. They really did seem to connect over Jesus and... Italian peppers and Chicago sports things. And he seemed genuine. Like, what more can you ask for? He seemed like a really nice guy. I'm sure I'm taller than him. Um, <laughs> which would also annoy me. I've dated little men before. Dancing in public is never easy. Um, <laughs> I was like, when you see anyone on television, what are the first judgmental thoughts that come to your mind? Is it, I'm taller than him? <laughs> or is there one that supersedes that? It all depends on him. For him, it was the bug eyes. I was like, ooh, bug eyes, tough. A bug-eyed person, I get it. Do you think that because you feel you're bug-eyed, even though you're not, that you are more critical of others? Because they say the things that annoy us about others are the things that we're annoyed by ourselves. I think they mostly mean that psychologically, but yes. <laughs> Did you guys not look at him and think his eyes are unattractive? They're a no. feature. <laughs> <laughs> now that's a baby. <laughs> now that's... Uh, definitely a thing about you but no it's not I mean my first boyfriend had very bug eyes <laughs> yeah. yeah and where is he now gone nowhere no I mean when I saw his eyes I was just like oh my god Steve Buscemi I love your range but other than that no one considers Steve Buscemi attractive he is someone you rise like a use as a beacon of unattractiveness right I have never viewed him as anything other than a sex object <laughs> Have you seen him in 30 Rock? Oh my God, swoon. He can do everything. He can be male. He can be female. He can be a high schooler. He can be everything. Can't seem to brush his teeth, but other than that, they always you look know. like sweaty. Anyways. <laughs> oh. sweaty, a sweaty tooth madman. No, I just had such a visceral reaction that all my teeth just fell out. <laughs> there they are. Pick them up. Um, that would have been a great time for Frank's click clacks. <laughs> it's like, see, those are my teeth. All right, let's end this on a high note. Lauren and Cameron. Ah! Couple of lifetime. The one I've been rooting for since the beginning, and none of the middle. <laughs> okay. You're acting like this is a revelation only. You had the editing targeted as all that way. Everyone's rooting for Lauren and Cameron. I only watched the first two episodes. So. <laughs> the way that they look at each we dated, other. We the way that her dad looked at her, period, made me sob. Her brother being there, he's a rapper and a famous producer. Oh, really? He's like a real deal person. Um, yeah. 
And Cameron, once again, just super sweet. Like, if anyone touched me that much, I would definitely need them in the gonads. But she seems to enjoy his constant touches. <laughs> I mean, it's not, it does not stop. No. He's, Ever. He's obsessed. But I think she was ready to be doted on and then be able to, like, find her independence from that. Yeah. And, and then, I, I don't know if she said it to her friend on the show or one of the many, many interviews I watched. You know, she thought she would lose her ability to, like, really revel in her blackness dating someone white. And he's just celebrating it, you know. So, they're amazing. They're still together. Living life. She's gonna. She's been on a ton of interview shows. That's the dynamic that I love in relationships, both real or more often fictitious, is when <laughs> the man is just like completely doting and letting her live her life, and is sort of secondary. He's like, I'm an auxiliary force to you, and you are the force. As Nick Lachey attempted to do at the opening when he was like, and I'm her husband, but you obviously know who I am. I'm Nick Lachey from 98 Degrees. And I was like, come Yeah, on. all these people who were born after 98 Degrees was over definitely know who you are. Exactly. Douche. Uh, except for Jessica. <laughs> <laughs> That's a good one. I was even, I had to like follow up, but then I couldn't form it in time. I was like back when the earth was just 98 degrees because of the asteroid, but it was, it was dead on arrival. Self-editing. It's good right here. And actual editing. (laughs) (laughs) It's also very important. So Um, will you watch the reunion? Yes. I do love reunions. I hope it's like RuPaul's Drag Race season I mean, which obviously we'll talk about it momentarily. I know, it shouldn't Trixie and Katya be hosting this? It's going to be on the YouTube channel, their Netflix channel on YouTube. They sh- yeah. Obviously. They should be hosting everything, if only for the fact that I'll actually finally watch their content instead of just um, saying, oh my God, that sounds amazing. <laughs> this week they watched, and we like to watch, um, Glow Up, which is a show that I loved about British makeup, and they laugh so hard, it's the best. Anyway. What do you think of Netflix's um, new... Okay, let me try this again. What do you think of Netflix now rating like the top 10 things in the United States? It's complete nonsense. Netflix has never put out any of the ratings. They're making their own decisions. Yeah, yeah. There's no way to measure the metrics that they're releasing, so they're just doing whatever they want. How do you know there's no way to measure the metrics? Because they will not do the Nielsen ratings. They're doing their own, so I don't know. It depends. Also, like it's so I scroll by and I see I don't want to watch this or whatever, and it, it plays for 30 <laughs> seconds. What's the name of that show? I don't want to be here. Like, I don't want to be here. I don't like it. Wow, I'm glad I'm not the only old person. I'm not, <laughs> not okay, okay with this. this. <laughs> so I don't want to be here. <laughs> is that your inner? Is that little Nick? Um, no, that's Tracy Morgan when he and uh, Oh yes, Tina Fey. Yes. I don't want to be here. I don't like it here. <laughs> um, so, but say I'm not okay with this pops up and it starts playing. Does that count as me watching it? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like they do on Facebook. They put a video out, it starts playing as you scroll past. I count that as a view. Really? Yeah. So nobody's releasing their, you know, in my deep, deep dives of five seconds on Google. Yeah. That's my story. I'm sticking to it. <laughs> Thank you, and Frank. And Frank is like emphatic. glamorous, emphatic support for you. So we're watching the reunion March 5th. Yes. No, I do after this, after it airs. Yeah. So. Yeah. so look forward to that. I do love reunion shows. I very- didn't watch it yesterday. I do it today. <laughs> <laughs> Spoiler alert for next week. I do very much like reunions, and I hope it is like RuPaul Drag Race. What season was Shea Coulee on? Eight. Eight. No. no. Nine. Nine against Sasha Valor when Sasha won. That was nine, yeah. Jesus Christ. I'm not questioning your knowledge. I'm pretty Man. sure you did. No, I asked you a question that I did not know myself. Shea, Sasha, Peppermint, Trinity. Finale. 
that reunion was fucking fire. And so I It was, but it was also filmed the day after the finale. You know what I mean? They filmed those after. Yeah. And then they act like it's before, so everyone has to pretend like they don't know who did well and who didn't. Oh, twist. See, you know so much about the inner workings and the outer workings oh, that... <laughs> master. But it makes it... it all. master. By choice, um, I offered to watch... I was like, we should totally watch RuPaul's Drag Race at a bar together, and you were like, mm. They'll be talking. People will ruin it. <laughs> I will watch it with you and Emma and Frank and Phil. If Phil Cotter would like to join us. <laughs> Phil Cotter. Um, that's fair, I guess. Yeah. But then people could come and join in and be like, hey, I'm from the Netherlands and I flew all the way over here. <laughs> what? All right. So would you watch a season two if there was one? No. Of Love is Blind, you would not? I mean, I like, this is, okay. That was not the answer I was expecting. Wow, just like Giannina, <laughs> my lady. Wow. For somebody who watches so little, you retain so much. That's irritating. <laughs> the true dynamics of our siblinghood come out. Could also be your 20s and 40s. Um, am I going to get I was like, am I in my 20s? Yeah, I am. Late 20s. Well, I'm glad we had to take a breath and focus on your age again, but I'm talking about how skinny you are. 28. I'm not that skinny. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I mean, like I, I guess. <laughs> Since you can't see him through the red eye on the microphone, he's it's not a camera. Who shit. knew? Who knew it was in camera? So you would not watch a season two. Here's the thing. This is not a show that I would ordinarily watch. I am not huge into like next in fashion is something that I absolutely would have watched. That's my jam. That's sort of reality TV. This sort of like Bravo esque reality TV is not in my wheelhouse. This is not Bravo. This is Bachelor. This is TLC 90 Day Fiance. This is not Bravo. Okay, and see, this I... It's not Real Housewives of anywhere. And from context clues, I can sort of surmise, like, the gradation of ratings, but I don't super know that because I haven't watched any of those shows. Are you, like, trying to shame me or something? No. Oh, my God. No, no, no. Not like you did with Better Off Ted. I'm not trying to shame you. We'll get to that dark circle in just a second. <laughs> All right, well, I would definitely watch a second season of Love yeah. is Blind. I mean, honestly, the main joy that I got from this was experiencing the recaps with you both. Well, and maybe if you'd watched the show, you might have enjoyed it. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> to say I didn't participate and that I really enjoyed talking about it afterwards. I don't want to be here. I don't like it here. I hate it here. I want to go home. Wow, let me just take this corkscrew out of my heart. Yeah, this is going to be a hateration on Nick today. I, I was, I know, you were like, are you coming for me? Proceeds to fully come for me. Like, I have no <laughs> hair left. My weave has been snatched. Oprah Winfrey was on Trevor Noah, and she said hateration no, no less than 11 times. Did she? I didn't know how much hateration was coming towards me. So much hateration. Hateration, I was like, got it, Oprah, you're woke. Was right. Trevor Noah like, not in this dancery, not in this dancery. Not get it from the floating, from the floating in this dancery. I feel like if that song played at Cameron and Lauren's wedding, <gasps> it would just... It might have. We couldn't hear it. Probably would have had. Um, Lauren's family would have been singing the entire thing word for word, and then the white Cameron's family would have just been like, in this dancery, because that's like the only... You don't know this, but Cameron can rap. Cameron he had to rap for his for her mother, and he rapped in college. I can't you skipped over camera rapping. It's I didn't not skip great. Over it. It's not great. Yes, you did. I it was consciously like uncoupled seven. from it after watching Goop. 
Did you watch Cooper? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I sure didn't. <laughs> Just a little sidebar. We discussed this long before we started the podcast, that what it was going to end up being is that I would do a ton of research and watch a lot of things, and that Nick would watch nothing, and it would still be amazing, and we were right. <laughs> but it's definitely come true. No, no, and no one ever doubted that. When I have to do things, I just get very sleepy, and then I go to bed, because that's what my body's telling me to do. What you do is watch a lot of television, because you can't sleep. We complete each other. I don't understand why you don't freeze this up. After 19 hours of dating you, <laughs> Julie Sunderland, will you be my wife? Can you, go, can you go in the other room? I can't talk to you with you looking at me. Can I you know, go behind I'm a sorry. wall? Look away. All right, so I would how... Love to, go ahead. No, you have your question first. I always steamroll you. How many gemstones would we give Love is Blind? On a scale of one from 100, which is a ridiculous amount of gemstones. <laughs> I'm trying to get rich. Like, Cisco and Ebert had like two thumbs up. We got hundred gemstones. Well, that, I mean, there's so many ways you could go through We're it. Extravagant. Yeah, I collect all the gemstones like Gollum at the end of the show, and I cash them in at the local pawn shop to buy more floral shirts. How many gemstones in your limited capacity of watching? I want to go last. <laughs> <laughs> I, need, I, need, I would have to, like, talk this out. So, like, how much joy it brought into my life? 97 gemstones. <laughs> Quality of television show? Two gemstones. Yeah. So, I'm going to go with, like, a, a 69, a 72. I don't want to be sexual. Say 72. I was like... You know what I mean? Like, yeah. it's not great TV. No, but it's not. It, well, what defines great TV? If it's engrossing and enjoyable, isn't that great TV? No. Is it well written? Is it well edited? Is it well acted? Does it mean something to me this is like wow man this has been a really heavy week I cannot wait to see what happens at those goddamn weddings mm -hmm. and it was great and it, was, it paid off and they're garbage people and I wish them all the best but I, you know bye yeah well if it's a heavy flow week you can just use that reusable oh menstrual disc oh my god <laughs> when are we going to get sponsored by that menstrual ring what's I it called again every episode do you really <laughs> Emma Jackson Paul like Jackson <laughs> Paul <laughs> Man. It's just like not a necessary callback. I love it. It's hilarious. <laughs> we might have to take over the editing. I know. It's like we might actually. <laughs> I mean me. We have to listen to the editing. I was like, we might actually have to like fucking listen to it. Oh yes, a very Julie's good friend. Julie's coming for everyone. When people, I don't know if people come up to you and talk to you about it, but I'm like, I'm so compartmentalized that I just don't even think about it. We so, like come and have fun. I'm not. And then people come up to me. No, like, I'm slaving away like, to finish it. <laughs> I talk to her on the phone. We chat. We laugh. I give her inspiration. I brought chocolate. Yes. <laughs> All right. How many gemstones? What about Emma? Doesn't she have to go? Do I have to go? It's debatable. How many gemstones? <laughs> I like your split because I like engrossing does not mean good, and it was very engrossing, and that was it. Like brought me something to talk about with people I like talking about things with. So oh. on that scale, it's definitely in the, like seventy. But I don't. Like, I'm not excited about a season two. If it comes out, I'll probably watch it. Yeah. But, like, it's not something I want to constantly have. Like, <laughs> you know, my jaw has hit the floor. I don't know what is wrong with these people. We have been upset. I mean, it's not cheer, but it has been thoroughly uh, enjoyable in these dark, has, dark times. I know, but I just feel like I should do other things with my time. But if it's there, I'm going to choose it. <laughs> there are plenty of hours in the day. <laughs> well, yeah, if you don't sleep, like, you don't. I slept a lot last night. Can you just tell us your gemstones? Yeah, sure. Um, understanding that this isn't a particular genre that I... Um, I would give it... I think probably about like 65 gemstones. We waited 12 minutes to hear that. That's your big wrap-up? What do you think I was going to be like, I give it zero. I just thought you were going to have some deep words of wisdom.
So did you watch RuPaul's Drag Race yes. the first season? The first episode of season 12? With a split cast. Yes. Oh my god. Yes. Uh, run it down for us. I, I mean, what do you want to know? I took pictures of all the queens. I know everybody that was there. I watched it twice. I love them. Should we go individually? Let's go individually. So let's yeah. start with Britta. Britta comes out first. Her real drag name is Britta Filter, but she can't use that because of trademarks and blah blah blah. Uh, no. Um, what did you think of Britta and her opening look and just her overall vibe and zhuzh? Um, so what was her? I judged a lot of the queens. Obviously, I mean everyone judges the queens, but by their opening <laughs> line. Um, and I find like there's what I didn't write down the opening lines. She says something about water. <laughs> because she's a pretty filter. Yeah, exactly. Um, and I thought that had a nice play. Honestly, I um, loved Goody Two Shoes's just like, ahoy. <laughs> Are you skipping way ahead? I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Continue. Continue. No. Okay. So Britta Filter, I know, has a huge following in New York. Yeah. I liked her makeup. I liked her outfit. She seems like a professional. I'm ready to rock. Uh, the leprosy print was like a little bit much for me. We're not there yet. Okay, sorry. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm looking at Emma like the teacher, like, control him. He's also now using two hands to lift up the Corona bottle. <laughs> like a baby bottle. Frank is squeaking in the background. You're like, someone control that. I'm trying to have a real discussion about men who dress up like ladies and tuck their penises away. And no one is focusing. <laughs> Nikki Doll is our next queen. Oui, oui, mon chéri. Who has very little accent for someone who's only lived in America for a year and a half. But Do you believe that for Morocco. a second? I think she lived... She's from France originally, but I I think she said something about living in Morocco. French! She she looked beautiful at the end. In the... Anyway, she had five... They had to all wear five looks. I know, it was like insane. And I sort of loved the extravaganza, eleganza of just constant looks. Because the Violet Tchotchke moment is one of my favorite moments because I'm a basic queen who likes basic queens and I love that moment. So, having a similar sort of like spring fall split down was like very cool. But no one had the reveal of Violet Tchotchke. No, no one had the reveal. Carson falling out like... (gasps) No, no one had the reveal, but it was very... Me, Heidi in Closet had a great reveal when her headpiece fell off and revealed her <laughs> terrible hairdo. Oh, my God. That wasn't a great reveal. <laughs> no. But she just kept walking. <laughs> I love her and her little gap in her teeth. That was the leprosy like, moment. She mixed. <laughs> wow. It was like Shakira at the Super Bowl. I was like... It was better. What's that word? Like, yululating? When you yululate? Yeah, no, I think you're close to a word. <laughs> we'll I think you. I'm word adjacent. Uvulate? It's not like... It's not ovulate... And it's not uvula. Podcast listeners, in the last two minutes, Frank has thoroughly destroyed stuffed animals. <laughs> it went from whole to oh my God! stuffing. I mean, it's a massacre. It's real bad. <laughs> we just witnessed a murder. Let's take a picture of that for the podcast. All right, then we go on to Widow Von Du, who I absolutely love. I loved. No, and also, did she need to work that hard to beat Helmet Gigi Good? No, I don't think oh my so. God. She was funny. She had her moments. She was Thorgy-esque, but Thorgy didn't win. Did she because do Bob the- was in her way. Oh my god! But like, <laughs> I mean, Widow threw every trick in the book. Like, does she have anything left? Maybe she does. But you're gonna d- unhinge your shoulders and yeah. crack your leg forward and do a full turn in the air to split, and then the, the yeah. whatever that's called, the split thumping. What's that called? When you pound your pussy into the floor. <laughs> it's like like Katya said in her first li- lip sync, which was her peak. Honestly, her subsequent li- lip syncs were not nearly as iconic. But that's a hot take. But she was like, I'm going to pound my vagina into the floor so hard, the building shakes. And that's what she was doing. I don't remember what song that was. It was, um, it's going to be a strange twist of fate. A fate telling me we that heaven can wait. Telling me to get it right this time. Do you know what that's from? 
Xanadu? No, it's a movie called Twist of Fate, starring <laughs> John Travolta and Olivia Newton-John. And at one point, he um, invents sunglasses that are edible. Wow. It's terrible. This whole episode has been a twist of the knife in my back <laughs> as you continue to just assault me like a voodoo doll. With knowledge! With knowledge, yeah. The library's been open for a while. Oh my god. And much like Leslie Nope, I hate libraries. <laughs> so we loved Widow Von Du. What did we think of Jackie Cox? Who is also a name I've heard before. So she's the Persian queen. Yeah. I mean, I liked when she got real and told about her story and the difficulties and why there haven't been other Persian queens. But I don't know. I'm excited to see more. I do appreciate this aspect of a split season or like a split opening like they did in season six. We can actually get to know the queens initially. So you actually have an emotional reaction if one of them were to go home, which typically happens. <laughs> Not this episode. <laughs> it's like spoiler alert. Smiler, people usually leave. Then we get to Heidi in closet. <laughs> Everyone leaves you always. Who was adorable. Yeah. She was wearing her outfit. She said she was a pimptress with her leprosy print. <laughs> she's which, SPF 100, sassy, professional, and fierce 100% of the time. Uh, which, again, we're back to metrics. It's just like the circle, where they were just like throwing integers literally everywhere. <laughs> so I was just like, amazing. Um, obviously, we'll get to Nikki tearing her apart later. It's so boring. It's like watching walls dry. They're like paint dry. She's like, oh, is that it? It's like that. She's already given us a sequence stress moment. And she's already given us a um, rigor morris. And she's obviously borrowed all of these clothes from other people. Which is great. Because I do, what we were talking about with um, RuPaul's Drag Race when we went to the UK was it felt scrappy again. It felt like we were getting back to the heart of drag as we knew it from 2009 on. Or at least from how I knew it from 2009 on. Um, where there's more ingenuity and there's more creativity and there wasn't a lot of resource and like material or financial impetus behind all of these looks. And I enjoyed that immensely. And that felt like her. Moving on to Gigi Good. She, her coming in as Captain Hook or whatever. That was weird. Very strange. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. <laughs> What's the dueling banjos? It's dueling Connor snorts. <laughs> Ahoy. It just felt like a very trim spa, baby. Yes. Ahoy. It's wow, like. I can't believe you just pulled out trim spa, baby. That is impressive. Just call me a door to Lana. You guys can eat this one. It just seems hard to get in there. I'm get chocolate on my fingers. So Gigi Good has the Fingering worst. gone wrong. Oh, boy. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I want to do the gay sex, but I don't want to get chocolate on my fingers. Oh my god. Anyway. (laughs) (laughs) The desperation. (laughs) Guys. They turned on me. Gigi (laughs) go. So swiftly. Giant jaw. (laughs) Not attractive. (laughs) I'm just saying, we have had real fashion queen. If you're going to announce that you're a fashion queen, you need yeah. to look amazing. <laughs> Not come in looking like Captain Hook with a very strange oh, cod piece over your 
your penis yes. over your cod like over it. your piece is it a cod over the piece or a piece over the cod and how many helmets are you allowed in each episode she had three different helmets <laughs> she carried a helmet in the spring yeah. she wore a helmet for the equestrian and she wore a helmet for the last look I liked that look though the last look the one where it was just what was the theme sparkle there's <laughs> <laughs> a the theme every time I, I don't wear rhinestones I went glitter it's like they both sparkle, so they both qualify. All I can think about is how hot it must be to be wearing a latex outfit like that and under the lights and dancing, you would just die. This is a, this is a one shot of adrenaline. Give me one shot, one shot of adrenaline. Hold on, back bend, adrenaline. Give me. Oh, I'm almost at the floor. Oh, my hair's touching. It's almost. It's the human hair bundle competition. It's like. You had, like, a solid start and still couldn't get there, Valentina. During the fashion show, did you see who was playing not Kim Kardashian and not Kanye West? I didn't see. I didn't recognize him. It's Kimora Kimora Black and Mayhem Miller was playing Kanye West. Go back and watch it. Oh, my God. It's mother-effing Mayhem Miller. All right, moving on. Almost done. Here we go. (laughs) Crystal Method is our last one who comes in like a clown. Yeah. In green, which, if you watch Drag Race, you know Michelle Visage hates green. With a passion. I did know that, yes. Because in season four, when... Um, who was the winner of season four? Sharon Needles. Sharon Needles. When Sharon Needles played Michelle Visage during Snatch Game, she was like, she know I didn't like green. She, and she wore it anywhere. I hate it. I hate it. We worked there for like a buffalo nickel. What? <laughs> 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 Crystal is not going to make it very far, I don't believe. It reminded me of um, America's Next Top Model when they separated them into like the quirky girls and it was just like Anne and that girl who couldn't read. And I feel like Crystal Method needs to be part of a group called the quirky girls and I want to see how they go. Well, maybe when the next group comes in. There'll be a co-quirky girl and they can fight to the death over like Zoe Deschanel. So anyway, we get to the final challenge (laughs) where they're trying to do the choreography, which I know is your strong suit. And... uh, (laughs) Oh my like, god, <laughs> I hope everyone knows that I'm now the darkest shade of black one can be because of all the shade that's been thrown on me. Heidi, Heidi says, does everybody know how to crawl? <laughs> and Gigi's like, I literally will look so stupid doing that. So and then, she literally, it's like narrative voice, and she literally did. Yeah, so I thought that was great. Everybody's raps I didn't really understand. Widow's dance was insane. When she did a backbend with one hand and looked like Millie El- Missy Elliott speaking so clearly in the so camera. Good. I was just like, winner, 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 chicken dinner. I was expecting her to do the Coco finger point to her mouth to Paula yes. Jordan. And she was just like, look how much I'm announcing the mission. Yes. Um, and her dress, so perfect for it. So perfect. So perfect was the dress for it. Bye, Alyssa Edwards. Um, and she did go by. Um, I do think Little Goody Two Shoes is going to make it far because... It seems like she's the aquarium mold. She's the one that, you know, the tastemakers have predicted. <laughs> like, the people, like, she's a strong Instagram presence. She's very polished. She's, like, a skinny white girl. Like, it seems like she has the makings to make it far. But Widow fucking killed that lip sync for your legacy. Lip sync for $5,000. Yes. Yeah. Like, well, girl, they're tipping now. It's like, okay. Oh, my God. Did you watch The Untucked? No. So Nicki Minaj goes backstage, <laughs> and they're like, she's like, you got money questions for me? And Heidi's like, yeah, why do you hate my makeup? <laughs> she's like, why do you hate my face? Why do you hate so my face? <laughs> she's like, you just look half done. And it's like, much like a Ben and Jerry's ice cream flavor, half-baked can be delicious. Work it, girl. 
right. Sashay. Sashay, Shantae, you stay. Ava DuVernay, you stay. <laughs> Timothy Chalamet, Sashay away. No one at RuPaul's Drag Race would ever tell Timothy Chalamet to Sashay away. I know, it must be flipped, yeah. Brutal. America. So they definitely made the right choice by picking Widow as the winner. Yeah. Yes, 100%. She Gigi, absolutely killed it. For what Gigi does, she did, did great. She was mm-hmm. funny and pretending like kids I like that the floor. she added the comedy because like... Yeah, yeah, nothing else. Nothing else. There's, yeah, no. <laughs> I thought she at least can see that she needs to be funny sometimes. So if you had to pick a winner from this group, because you never know how it's going to go. It's going to be a bunch of comedy challenges where you're acting all the time. It was interesting that it wasn't like a, a photo shoot and it was a rap battle. And I do like how they're switching up to, I don't know, I felt like they're just having to like, <laughs> I feel like they kept growing out of their britches and it's nice to return to some of their roots and things that were super effective, like splitting up the seasons and throwing the challenges on their head so it's not as predictable. So yeah, it's difficult to predict. <laughs> I'm gonna say Widow is super strong. Yeah. yeah, I'm really hoping that Heidi doesn't turn into Silky because I remember really loving Silky the first couple episodes with her like homespunness. And yeah, then I was like, now I hate you, just get out. But I love her. She's yeah. so cute. She looks like she could be Mayhem Miller's baby daughter. But I hope she goes to me of Chi Chi Devane. I was like, I hope she goes the Chi Chi Devane route where she makes it close to the end. Yeah, I love her. I love her. It's like so darling. I mean, if she can do flips like Chi-Chi, and she can pull out pearls, um... She's a really good dancer. I feel really like good dancer, yes. Yeah. She was doing those walkovers, and... Well, I'm rooting for Widow, and I'm rooting for Heidi. Mm-hmm. They're my two favorites so Understand far. Her. But I think that Jackie has something. Who would you, Who are you rooting for? Besides Frank. <laughs> I'm rooting for Frank. Um, it's tough, because... I'm such a Fairweather fan, and that <laughs> as soon as someone does well, I'm just like, yes, bitch. But if they stumble for one week, and it's like, literally go die. Like, who needs you? Um, so obviously I love Widow, and she fucking turned that lip sync out. I don't like Britta. I think she might be one of the first to go. Hot take. Speak more about that. I don't know. She just feels like much like water, bland. <laughs> you know? And surprisingly dry. <laughs> Do you need more? <laughs> no. I do not. It's funny, though, to be a success. I'm guessing she has more pressure on her because she is an established, successful person. Yeah. Which but never I usually... expect her to come with more confidence. But it feels like... It's interesting that Mayhem Willer was Kanye West because it feels like the Mayhem Miller syndrome, where she was just like, all my other sister queens have been on the show for forever. I finally got on here after 10 seasons of trying. I feel all this pressure, and I'm going home looking like Honey Boo Boo. So... Here we are. She was a, she at least had that meme moment where she's staring bug-eyed and it made her like probably tens of dollars. I don't know how much memes go for these days. (laughs) Well, I'm excited for the season. I feel like this is a way better group of queens than last year. No, it feels... It's not as great as UK. That was new and exciting. But these people all feel very interesting and we haven't even met half of them yet. I know. My assignment for me last week was to begin watching Better Off Ted. Which has an 8.2 rating on IMDb, which is quite high. And Are you speaking again, as me? The show is garbage. <laughs> garbage. Okay, so. Nick, why don't you break down Better Off 10? Yes, like, please. Because I, like, I watched three okay. episodes and I don't know. Dear what God. Else. All right. So, so, Better Off Ted is a program that briefly ran on ABC from the years of 2009 to 2010, I believe. You are correct. Okay, amazing. I was like, truth booth. The reason I like it is because there is little to no heart. (laughs) 
And as Julie said in one of her critiques, the characters are unlikable, precisely, and intentionally. It is about a corporation that has little to no care about humanity and is fully profit-centric. Relatable, no? Sickening, no? (laughs) So it's about this guy, Ted, who works at Viridian Dynamics, which is this soulless corporation, and Linda is the main paramour. That's like the will-they-won't-they they moment. Like, it's a basic archetype. But she's the one who's trying to fight her way to find some sort of moral ground or justification for staying in this hellhole. Um, and then you've got two delightful, quirky technicians, Lem and... Who's the... Phil. Lem and Phil. Sounds good. Um, and they provide a lot of the comedic relief, and the matriarch of the whole thing is everyone's boss, um, Portia de Rossi, and I forget her character's name, honestly, as in Superman. Veronica. Veronica. Um, and I always found it enjoyable because, you know, it was just like a super sardonic, witty show, and I enjoyed it immensely. What I'm finding now is that all of my suggestions, there have been two now, and last episode I was like, I only get one? Apparently that's all I deserved, because no one likes the things that I bring up from yesteryear. Perhaps it's because I watched it closer to the time that it actually aired, and then recently had a nostalgic visit back, that I was like, oh, this still reminds me of things. If I watched it for the first time, perhaps the problematic components would be that much more glaring, but... I enjoyed it. Julie, what are your thoughts? <laughs> it's a single camera, 30-minute rip-off of The Office that isn't funny. Like, the ideas are good, but there is no punchline ever. There's yeah. no jokes. Yeah, yeah. No, it's, it's situational, but it's not funny. It's very dry, and if you're expecting to laugh out loud, no. So, when something's called comedy, I'm expecting to laugh. <laughs> See, that's just a personal <laughs> thing that I have. <laughs> what I find interesting is that I what's interesting to me <laughs> it grows increasingly more defensive is that I don't tend to laugh at TV shows like I laugh in person stop touching my cup um, <laughs> I agree and I can also say that is funny and not laugh out loud but still think it's witty and humorous mm-hmm. I, I just I, I'll keep going no there's no need there's like a slickness to it and a weirdness yeah anyway um, I mean, I'm willing to give you one more try. I know There's that no we need. both like the Gilmore Girls. Yeah, we do. Because if we tried to connect on younger, better off Ted... We wouldn't be here today. Greek, we wouldn't be here we today. We wouldn't be here today. Oh my God, Greek was my other one. Oh, for three. I know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying these are shows that are great. These are shows that I like. I feel like our version of trash TV diverges, where your trash TV, where it's just like, it's not necessarily good, but I'm going to watch a shit ton of it, is like the reality shows on Bravo and such. And mine are shitty ABC Family and ABC and other shows. Yes, ABC Family. And they just don't coincide. But our bodies do. (laughs) Take me away. Okay, so what are we watching for next week? Well, the Love is Blind reunion, and I'm sure it's going to be terrible, and I'm super excited to see it. But, like, what part of it wasn't? Terrible, great. Like, terrible excellence. And what else? Well, I'm getting a tarot card reading with your mother on Monday, <laughs> which you are driving me to, because that is the codependence of our relationship. As yeah. in, I'm codependent on you. No, you're dependent on me. I'm codependent on you. What's the? We'll learn more about that on the car ride. <laughs> 
You do not have a car to get there. You are depending on someone else. I want to make sure you get there because it makes me happy to know that you made it safe and then I can like kind of ease the intro moment between you and my mother. Um, I think she's going to full on, she's going to call me Dick, yeah. Definitely. Which is like what our podcast should have been named. Dicks all over the place. Dicks all over the place. <laughs> oh, you got a film lab. You got a film lab. Phil Carter coming in with the laughter. <laughs> Phil Carter thought that was funny. Um, no, Dick and Patchouli. No, um, I hate Patchouli. <laughs> We're gonna watch the second episode of RuPaul's Drag Race and meet the other queens that are yes. involved. So it sounds like a really good week to me. Really, I, I'm looking forward to it. Me too. I'm looking forward to it too. <laughs> Just like to say, Nick right now has had two beers and a bucket. I was like, you could you could bring cake. some more of that cake. You can bring some more of that cake to the next week because I am. Uh, I don't know if you can tell, but I'm ripping ripping my beard out. Anyway, join us next week. <laughs>